0: What's going on, everybody? This is Don Martelli with the PR Bunker Podcast here today to talk with Aaron Guvea of uh, the PR Director for the Trustees of Reservations, talking about media and getting ink, you know, not tattoos, but ink, uh, getting coverage for your clients and how to do that in a very, very fractured media environment. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the latest uh, edition and uh, podcast of The PR Bunker. I'm here with a good friend of mine, fellow former journalist, Aaron Gouveia. What's up, my friend? Hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, you know, you and I cut our teeth in newsrooms, and uh, today's media is, is vastly different. I'd love for you to describe your roots as a reporter and uh, what you're doing now.
1: Yeah, um, like you said, I, I started off in, uh, in journalism back... Ooh. 20 years ago. Not quite as long as you, but still a long time. Um, <laughs> you know, places like the Milford Daily News, Metro West Daily News, uh, Cape Cod Times, did a little bit for the Herald. Uh, and really, you know, most of my time was spent covering municipalities, going to board meetings, selecting meetings. And um, you know, from there, you just, you, you really kind of, uh, a couple of things, you, you gain uh, how to work on a deadline, which is, which is great. You learn what right. is going to go and what's going to fly with, with media, with editors, what they, yep. what they're looking for. And also you learn how to kind of, how that whole process works with, with government approvals, which I kind of, uh, I use that as a springboard to jump to PR. And um, you know, we've had a, a lot of different, a lot of different um, iterations of that. So, you know, sometimes it was, you know, figuring out how to, help pass the zoning development or, you know, housing development, things like mm-hmm. that. And, and being a journalist really helps because you know, that they're going to cover these things, you know, what they want to hear. Yeah. And, you know, same with, with PR. So I'm the, I'm the director of PR for the trustees of reservations, mm-hmm. which is a nonprofit land conservation in Massachusetts. And um, they're a fantastic organization. They have 120 properties across the whole state. Some of the, some of the nicest and most unique uh, cultural and ecological properties. Uh, unique places in, in the mm. Commonwealth. And the problem is a lot of people know about the properties like Crane beach world. Sure. End, um, you know, all these great places they know about the properties, but they're not familiar with the trustees reservations name.
0: So the association they, to the brand basically, right. And the mission. Ab-
1: yeah, absolutely. They, I mean, they've been on these properties and they haven't even realized it. So we've been working for years and you know, the trustees even before me has done a really good job of um, connecting those dots a little bit. And for me, you know, to continue that, that's just being in front of, you know, regional and local media and feeding them all kinds of stories, whether it's property specific or programming that we do. Um, And that ranges from, you know, summer camps to places to for romantic hikes to, uh, you know, to to everything, cooking classes, uh, community supported agriculture, We do stuff with coastal, uh, with climate change. We have a state Mm -hmm. of the coast report that came out focusing on North shore communities and how underwater they're going to be in 20, 30, 50 years.
0: Yeah. In about uh, 30 years, I'll have a beachfront property here in Revere.
1: Revere. Yeah. 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 I'd I'd be careful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. So talk to me about, you know, today's media landscape, you know, between COVID you know, political unrest, societal unrest, and just the uh, hyper-focus on very important and extreme issues, and you are out there sort of, you know, pitching stories about nature and location-based experience, how the heck do you get media coverage in, in, in amongst all that freaking noise when it comes to the media?
1: Well, it's it's been really interesting, you know, and, and no one ever says, or no one should say that COVID is, is a good thing, because it's not, yeah, but- of course. I mean, I'm a firm believer in that there are opportunities, uh, regardless of the circumstances. So when you look at these circumstances, the last year, what what do you have? You have people in isolation, you have people stuck indoors, you have, you know, people who can't gather together safely indoors. So, you know, the trustees did a great job of looking at that and saying, okay, how can we adapt our properties to be able to to help solve this problem? That's really all it is. Mm. And so, you look, and and some of the things we did uh, in the summer, we uh, we turned one of our properties in Plymouth into a drive-in movie theater. Nice. So you you know, movie theaters were closed, but you could literally drive your car into this place, not not have to deal with another soul, never leave your car, <laughs> and watch a, a watch an '80s movie at a, at a really fun location. Um, you know, and and the media media wise, they're looking for stories that revolve around COVID somehow.
0: Yeah. Good point.
1: And so we, when we adapted our properties, we just, we went out far and wide to the press with that. So things like, um, you know, we know that people can't gather in close proximity, but, you know, outdoors, even in winter, we started fire pits. Nice. So we, at all these properties, we brought in solo stoves and we, you know, we allowed people to to basically rent a fire pit for an hour, up to six people, masks, socially distance, all the COVID protocols in place. Mm. And the media went crazy for that because they know that their readers are looking for things to do that are safe. And, you know, we're, we're having these hikes outside. We're having these fire pits. We're having, you know, there are some hikes that are, you know, ales and art at the Cordova uh, <laughs> nice. park and museum. You can go <laughs> and you can, you can tour the, you know, it's an outdoor uh, art gallery yeah. and you could tour this place and then have a craft brew afterwards. That's and cool. People are just, you know, they're falling all over themselves for that. And the media wants to cover it because it's, insanely popular with, yeah. with their readers so you just got to tap into to what's going on and what's important
0: yeah you're right i mean it's just a it's a it's a layer of news jacking but at the same time it's uh it's you're right i, I think other thing that benefits those kind of storylines is the fact that a lot of the news is you know covid numbers deaths vaccination rollout whether it's working or not what's going on in the white house There's so much negativity out there and if you can find a you know, thread of, of happiness and and hope and, you know, getting people together safely and those kind of narratives, it, it is newsjacking, but at the same time you are, you know, one, providing a service, I would say in some way, shape or form. Cause you know, you're right. I've been stuck in my bunker here since March of last year and, one of the things my you know my wife and I often do we'll take the dog and and we'll go hit the um, Middlesex Fells or we'll go to Breakheart and take the dog for a walk in the woods. You know I'm not I have never really been a huge hiker but now I'm like I'm all about it because it gives me an hour or two a time just out in nature and just away from the screen, away from emails, away from phone calls. But it gives me a chance to get out and telling those kind of stories is I think what we just mentally need as a society these days. It's just so much yeah. shit out there and I think that you know. Like you're, uh, you know, jacking Valentine's Day. Talk, talk to <laughs> about the audience about Jack and love. How how'd that, how that pan out? Oh,
1: well, you know, every every PR person, uh, you know, they latch onto these holidays, whether they're real or made up. And so Valentine's Day was coming
0: up. Those damn hallmark holidays.
1: And, yeah, you know, they're made for PR people. Yeah. So we, you know, we put together on our website a list of romantic hikes and you know places that you could take, uh, you know, your partner and and go for a walk and and be in nature. And so, you know, the, the globe saw that and got a hold of it. So they, they asked for a bunch of properties on the North shore, South shore and um, in the Metro West area. And they featured about 10 of them, you know, so we just, we made it. That's the trick, you know, make it really easy for, for reporters. Mm -hmm. And, (laughs) and, and you also have to be authentic because, you know, one thing I'm really cognizant about is you can't, you can't force these things too much because people know when you're, people know when you're selling luckily for us, I mean, Trustees Reservations is a 130 year old organization, we've been promoting getting outdoors for more than a century now. So this is this is all stuff we were doing before. It's all stuff that we believe in that fits with our mission. And now it's just taken on this hugely added level of importance. Yeah, uh, because we're, you're right, it it really is a service people want to get outside with their kids, you know, especially this week during vacation, we have school vacation programming at some of our farms and Mm -hmm. some of our other properties where kids can can do some stuff we have summer camps coming up so Mm -hmm. it's it it really is a service and it's a good fit and it's you know it's authentic and that that helps a lot and that's why you're seeing so much coverage right now because people need people really want this content and the reporters and editors want to give it to them
0: yeah i mean it's a it's a it's a unique blend of newsworthiness creativity and timing which i think is something that will always be present and relevant in pr whether it was you know uh thirty some odd years when I started in this business. <laughs> and, and then, you know, a little less than you. But you know, when when you and I are, you know, fully gray haired and the young bucks are behind us, I think that will still be relevant. Whether whether it be telling stories on social media, you know, podcasting, it's still about that timeliness, relevance and in context. And I think that these kind of you know love jacking and, and examples are, are are dead on because you're right. I think there 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 is a A market for the content, which is which is you know king because that that way it's about eyeballs and clicks and all that sort of stuff. Talk to me about um, you know I guess the impact of 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 this work since you've been there and what's the what what are the trustees seeing in terms of lift? You see, just you know more people at properties and how do you track all that? What's what's success looking like from your perspective on PR?
1: Yeah, I mean uh, we're we're certainly seeing uh, more people out and to the point where you know, when, when COVID first hit, we had to, and I wasn't even, I wasn't even there yet, but we had to um, close all our properties for two weeks. And really, you know, when you have to do that, then you really see how much people rely on your properties. That yeah, was a big deal to close 100, 120 properties. Um, and when we reopened them, we did so in a much different fashion, you know, so a lot, you know, I'd say more than three quarters of these properties are free, uh, you could just walk up to them anytime. You don't need to be a member and you can go there. And we had to be very sure that we had added monitoring there because the sure. parking lots were often full. People weren't, you know, they weren't used to the COVID routines yet. So they were too close together. So sometimes we'd have to close those down or, you know, regulate the parking. We put in uh advanced pass system online for some of our more um, popular properties like crane beach. And so, you know, we, we just had to adjust uh, we've, we've been seeing, a huge spike in, in visitorship. We've been seeing a huge spike in membership. So it, it, it's a great deal. It's, it's, it's for a family of four, it's $70 per year. Oh, that's short member. money. I mean, nice. it, it's, it's short money. It gets you access to 120 places and we've seen membership boom. Now we're over 70,000 households this year, just because people are, people are seeing the need for this and they want to make sure that they have that safety net. If, you know, if the COVID numbers kick back up,
0: sure. they,
1: they want to be sure that they have a place to go. So, I mean, we're across the board Our people, people, there was a renewed emphasis on um, where your, where your food comes from, local Mm, eating. Sure. And so our, our community supported agriculture shares, which are the vegetable shares and the meat shares, they sold out for the first time in, you know, more than half a decade this year. And we moved our farm store online and that blew up. So it's, it's been, um, you know, it's been a a great challenge, but it's one that we want to rise to because it really is a public service. So yeah, we're seeing, you know, we're seeing increases everywhere and uh, we're doing our best to keep up with it.
0: Good stuff. Uh, a couple of things before we finish up here. Uh, first one would be, you know, if you were talking to your younger self, getting into the PR business, what are the three things, you know, he, he should know about, you know, media and public relations these days? Oh boy,
1: I, I'm first of all, a huge believer that the people who do this job best are former journalists. So I would say, you know, get involved with journalism somehow, whether it's on a school paper or part-time mm-hmm. learn. Mm-hmm learn how that process works, learn to work on a deadline and, you know, being on the other side of that, of that phone call, when I, when I was a reporter and I was getting, you know, pitches up the wazoo, um, I I learned what I liked, but more importantly, I learned what I don't like. So, Mm. you know, I have a, I have a good understanding of what reporters will respond to and what they'll just throw in the virtual trash bin. Um, That's a good point. Yeah. And number two, you know, keep it, keep it short um if you have to write a, if you have to write a press release then that, that's what do you mean fine. you can't write a
0: pitch that's 10 <laughs> paragraphs long <laughs> yeah i mean
1: they they don't want it they don't want to hear it they don't yeah. have the time for it and yeah. so you know i i usually say to to anyone i manage you know, whatever you have you know basically cut it in half yeah and just, it's
0: the elevator it's the 30 seconds in the elevator pitch right
1: absolutely totally no, get it no one wants your flowery prose <laughs> on, on a on a press release they just want give you to me the to news the point. And then, um, you know, I'd say, I tell people to remember that it's it's not about, it's not really about you or your, your organization or the pro, or the product that you're offering. It's about, if you want coverage, it's about how you can help the reporter. Yeah. So make it as easy as possible, you know, write You put everything in there, give them pictures, give them, you know, contacts, make it as easy as possible, spoon Good feed point. reporters yeah. <laughs> so that they don't have to do as much work because they're busy. Yeah. And if they know that you're competent and, and you get them what they need and you respond to them quickly, then they're going to call you back, you know, all the yeah. time. And you're going to be the first on their speed dial.
0: That is, uh, that, that, that's to preach all that stuff. Cause that, that's something that I think has been, uh, in existence for quite some time. I think when we were reporters, you know the volume of, of, of connectivity you get from PR people wasn't as much. but these days, I mean I know you do, we, I see it from my business at the Belfort Group. we're, we're just we, we pitch reporters all the time. And it's just this onslaught. but having that kind of very simple approach about relevancy, brevity, and the relationship with the reporter is absolutely key because you want them to use you as a source and you want them to trust you. So those are really good points. Obviously, you, you, you alluded to this, but um, you know you're a busy guy. I know you got three young kids. How the hell do you do all of that and do this job and then write two books? What's, what's, going, what's, going, what's going on with your authorship? What's, what's happening there? Talk about you. Still a little PR for you. What are you doing on the book front?
1: Well, it's funny. You know, uh, you can be really good at PR for other people and be terrible at it for yourself. And, and that's certainly the, the case with me.
0: But the, the, the shoemakers, uh, kids go without shoes. Is that what the exactly. saying goes? Exactly. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I mean, um, I had a book come out. My first book came out in June. It's called Raising Boys to Be Good Men. Um, So, you know, I'm the dad of three boys. And, um, you know, it's all about overcoming toxic masculinity and Mm -hmm. figuring stuff out and raising boys to kind of break the cycle. So that's been out since June. Um, We have a book, I say we because I I co authored it with my wife, which is nice we did this in a pandemic with remote learning and didn't get divorced. So that's, (laughs) that's a win right there. That's reason number one, (laughs) you should buy the book. Um, But it's called men in miscarriage actually. And um, it's about how, you know, we had, we had a bunch of losses, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember in that time years ago, no one really ever asked me how I was doing and I I wasn't doing well. And um, you know, so what I did was I went out and I interviewed as many men as I could and some women, you know, we have, we have a, variety of perspectives in there. But I just, I asked them, I asked them how, you know, going through infertility and miscarriage and pregnancy loss, how that affected them, how it yeah. affected their mental health, how it affected their relationships, how it, you know, affected their outlook. And the, you know, I found it was hard. Um, not a lot of people want to talk about that. But I found some some great people who shared some immensely personal stories. And turn it into a kind of a, a tip just from, you know, to let men know that they are part of the conversation, that these things do matter, that it's okay to ask for help, that it's okay to, you know, to be messed up about this. Yeah. And, um, you know, that comes out in, in July. It's pretty personal. I'm excited about it. Nice. And it's, so it's my perspective mixed with my wife's perspective, and you should buy it just to um, see some of the, Bombshells she drops <laughs> in there. found out, found out she was she had uh, fibbed me about a couple things during this process, and oh, I there you go. I found it out while doing this draft. So you go into the Google <laughs> Doc and you see what she's written, and you're like, "Holy shit, what?"
0: Wow, wow. That's interesting stuff, man. It's, it's obviously it's uh, now you're, you're, you're at a pace of a book a year. So what's next? What's the next uh, one going to be out?
1: <laughs> I have no idea. The, my, my publisher asked me that, too. And I, I don't know. yet.
0: Nice. Nice. We <laughs> Take a little break. There you go. Well, well, that's good stuff. Well, two things. Where where can people find um, the current book and the one that will be coming out soon? Where, where can people find that?
1: Yeah, you can find it most uh, probably easiest is on Amazon. So that's okay. it's either Raising Boys to be Good Men or Men in Miscarriage. You can Got search it. those on Amazon or it's skyhorsepublishing.com. That's the, it's the publisher site or, you know, indie, IndieBound bound. If you want to go to the, uh, the, the independent bookstores, uh, it's, it's on, it's either on sale in the stores or, you know, you can order it Nice and, uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks. No
0: problem. If, it, and if people want to get in touch with the trustees, how do they do that?
1: Go to the trustees.org and, uh, all the there's a great map on there. It's a, it's a fairly new website from, from last summer. So all the places, all 120 places you can check out all the events, the programming, um, everything is there and uh, yeah, get outside even in the winter. Cause yeah, man, this stuff, this stuff totally. is hard and it's, yeah. no I, I wasn't always a nature guy. I like fishing, yeah. so that yeah. was good, but I've gotten out to all these properties and been able to explore. I found some sledding spots for the kids. It, That's it really cool. is a, it's a great thing.
0: So last but not least, if people want to you know pick your brain on the PR side and um you know get involved in the old world, how do they find you?
1: Uh you can find me on LinkedIn, you can find me uh, I'm I'm on Twitter at at Daddy Files. Uh that's the name of my blog from 2008.
0: Right. Old school, um, like it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I stay on the Twitter. I gave up I gave up my personal Facebook just uh, you know, because yeah uh, I hear that the old people are on Facebook now. I didn't <laughs> yeah. want to be one People of them. like me, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah good tons, stuff. Of ways to, tons of ways to get a and, and you yeah, my contact info is also on the trustee's website
0: yeah so basically yeah. google me right just google me i'm out yeah, there just google me yeah i'm out there good stuff well I, dude i appreciate the time this has been this has been great so once the next book publishes we'll do this again and i'm sure the narrative around pr and getting ink will be basically the same but i can't wait to see what you guys do with the trustee what other uh news uh context you guys hijack to get coverage <laughs> uh, in, in the local newspaper so good stuff congrats
1: Thanks, Don.
0: No problem. Thanks for tuning in to the latest edition of the PR Bunker podcast. I am Don Martelli. You can find more episodes of this podcast on PRBunker.com as well as Spotify and Apple. Uh, Otherwise, you can find me on the socials at BigGuyD across Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and the like. Uh, In the meantime, uh, keep tuning in and I'll talk to you later.